1: Good morning from Malibu Live today. How are you, everyone out there all across the world? I can't say thank you enough to everybody that's listening. You guys are amazing. So I've been tracking all the different countries that you're in, and I want to say thank you to everyone around the world because we hope that from this show you are going out and making someone else's life brighter. And I have a very special guest today. If you didn't see the promo today, I have the masked man who is making waves across the country and he is on <laughs> morning talk shows all over but we were, we're gonna find out who that is in just a few minutes and why but first I wanna share with you a special event today we are having our final segment for the elephants and that is tonight live in Malibu and if you're in the Malibu area or in California in Southern California stop by we're doing art for elephants this evening at Flower and Hughes gallery and it is at 29575 Pacific Coast Highway Sweet Sea in Malibu and uh, that is a very special event because what we're doing is any of the artwork that is sold tonight part of the proceeds will go to the Elephant Sanctuary and you guys love the Elephant Sanctuary show you've been listening to that and it is the number one rated show of all the shows we've ever done And so you have a big heart for elephants, and there is an amazing amount of elephant artwork there tonight. So if you get a chance, stop by, come to Malibu. If you know where Spruzos is, it's under Spruzos in that shopping plaza. It is amazing. I was just there looking at all the artwork, and you guys are in for a treat tonight. So if you can make it out, we start at 6.30 p.m., and we have wine, champagne, we have all sorts of hors d'oeuvres and amazing art for the elephants now just as a recap if you haven't heard the elephant shows the elephants down in brazil have a particular sanctuary where they can roam free and what we're doing is raising money to help them not only move because the first two elephants are being moved to the sanctuary now and there's been a big push to get that going it's in remote wilderness and it's absolutely amazing so this is a special culmination after four shows I went down there last year and when I was down at John of God and I was guiding some people I then went to this place and I met with the people and I did a four-part series that you can hear on the archives on the website if you haven't tuned in already and it's a really unique unique opportunity for these elephants that have been in captivity and usually just chained to a fence or, or something in a very small enclosure or starving they are then having the opportunity to go to a place where they can roam freely and they can network with one another again and hopefully rehab because they're very depressed. In many cases, they've been abused or neglected or are just not healthy. So elephants are social beings and they're highly, highly, highly attuned Mammals for the planet They are very important creatures for our planet And I've talked about this in the subsequent shows So if you miss those shows Go back to the archives on the website At www.makinglifebrighter.com And go to the radio tab You'll find the player there And on the player you will hear All the shows with Scott The president, CEO there Of the whole operation And he is endeavoring A very, very important task so we've been supporting that all the way along, and Making Life Brighter has put in about $8,000 to this cause, and we love it that you might want to donate to help move the elephants, to help build the sanctuary fences, to help upkeep. You can do that by going direct on their website at globalelephants.org, and if you can't, for some reason, make your donation through the tab there. Go to the global. Um, sanctuary for Elephants in Tennessee and you can mail a check there but tonight if you want to come out we're there live at Flower and Hughes Gallery in Malibu and the address again is 29575 Pacific Coast Highway Suite C. so join us tonight at 630 and we're gonna have a very special party event and we're going to celebrate the elephants that get to move to the sanctuary so now I would like to tell you about something upcoming, a couple things, actually. Wow, we have so much going on. It's amazing. Um, You can find me on the 26th if you're going to Fran Drescher's Cancer Schmancer event, and I will have a booth there, and you can come and find me there, and I'll be doing testing all day. I'll have my team of people there, and we'll be talking about the latest and greatest in healing, including aloe, the very best aloe on the planet. So if you'd like to sample and you'd like to come out, definitely do so. Um, if you haven't gotten your ticket yet for Cancer Schmancer, there's a tremendous lineup and you might want to really participate in this event. It's uh, special and it's put on yeah. by Fran Drescher, you know, the nanny, right? So <laughs> come on out. Um, also, the last thing that, and the most important thing is for those of you that are suffering or know someone suffering or a family suffering from the stresses of autism. I have done the Autism Summit and you can sign up for this summit and and this summit is a specific culmination of people that are experts in their field that are helping put a new spin on autism and what I did is I have participated in this autism summit for the benefit specifically of the parents so I would like for you to check out the page that will be up later today or tomorrow on my site, talking about how you can sign up for this summit. And this is really valuable. If, if you're a parent with a child with autism, you want to check this out. You want to participate in this because you're going to gain so much. You're not only going to gain a healing, but you're going to gain quite a bit of information from all different experts in their field around this and so this autism summit is not only necessary the way they put it together is amazing and I'm so honored to be a part of it so I would just like to invite you and anyone you know that's having stress around symptoms of autism and stress with their child of autism this is for you and you can find more information about it And you can sign up for the summit directly on makinglifebrighter.com later today or tomorrow. And we're going to open it up um, for the 15th, starting on the 15th. So you can check it out, but the information will be up, and you aren't going to want to miss this. So anyway, now I'd like to get to our very special guest. Before we reveal who he is, I'd like to tell you a little bit about him. He's very controversial in... Johnstown, Pennsylvania. He's been on the morning talk shows nationwide recently because of the things that he's been doing there and showcasing himself. He runs a very, very popular online magazine for which I've written for years and you guys have voted for in terms of all of the writing and the things that have gone on there. So, I'd like to introduce to you our special masked man. Good morning, masked man.
2: Hello, Winifred. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good, thank you. This is Johnny De Bartola, and uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on over there. What, what, let's, just, let's do a quick recap before we get into it. We have about four minutes till break, and then we're going to dig deep into what's happening in Johnstown.
2: I've been trying to understand how corruption works and how government cycles filter our money. Just this morning, I was at a commissioner's meeting, and I was accused of being a plant for a political group trying to take over the Democratic Party. Nobody wants to explain how money works, and I go to all these public meetings trying to understand how they're spending our tax dollars, and I was almost arrested. They banned me. That's how I ended up on Good Morning America a few weeks ago. A mother who I was representing told the school board to F off, and they arrested her for swearing, and it made international news.
1: And so what is it I that she, I'm t- she was doing that? I have a t- that.
2: A t- show on my own on Channel 21 in Pittsburgh. I, I am a writer of the Gay Life newsletter, and I've become extremely outspoken in the last oh, 17 years. I initially had tumors in my throat, so I was a mute for seven years. So for me to be on the TV news and in the papers all the time speaking out, it's a rare treat.
1: <laughs> it's kind of ironic, really. And it seems to me that um, what you're doing is making quite a stir there. What's, what's the opposition? What's the problem?
2: The problem is they don't want to tell us how they're spending our money. They have a $60 million budget for our school. They get an additional $10 million roughly for a grant from one of our, our government bodies. And nobody wants to answer. People out there, if you go to your government meetings, please speak up for the public commentary, because no one ever goes. Ask questions. It's your tax money. You have to understand. Go.
1: And the school board as well. Uh, it's all tax money locally, correct? It's just yes. made it up comes of tax from money. Our, it's- our
2: budget, and you know, they create six-digit jobs for people they like, usually friends and family. That's my accusation. I'm alleging it. And now I'm trying to prove it because a lot of these people are all interrelated. And I suspect a lot of school boards and city councils, all local government, is run this way. So people, if you're out there listening and you need a job, get elected. We'll get paid off.
1: How How is it you've come to understand that this is what's going on there? What is it that's it prompted this? It initially us?
2: started when I, I asked for a proclamation from the Johnstown City Council, and I got slandered. Uh, strippers and booze, they put me all over the TV. I put me on the page, claiming I was giving alcohol to minors. And a bunch of the people around me were strippers, and they were afraid I was going to run for office. So they tried to blackball me and slander me. I didn't run for office. And when I started delving deeper into this, People would approach me. One was getting a $500 payout from someone in the schools or, you know, both certain ways. And it just started to unravel. And in the last couple of years, I've gotten more and more traction. I've been on the TV more. I've been in the papers more. I'm just demanding accountability.
1: Have you gotten accountability?
2: Oh, good God, no. The the paper loves to cover it. Uh, TV covers it. We have a shadow figure in my local area who is like the underground. I, I compare him to the mob boss. They use our tax dollars to infiltrate and control the people. You speak out, you get fired from your job. For those of you who don't understand, Johnstown used to have over 200,000 people. We're down to about 20,000. We are the former, you know, the mill town, the steel town. We used to be booming with business. And they have that mentality from the 70s. You do well, what you're told, and we destroy you.
1: Okay, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back to hear more about this because this sounds pretty serious. So, we're, you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. You can find us on Facebook and uh, you can join us tonight at the Elephant Event. We'll be right back with more. Johnny DeBartola and our masked man.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the Elephant Care Center for the massive free Rome Sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series, Live from Brazil, where Winifred speaks to CEO and Board President of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.org. to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel. The preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Thank you all for listening all across the world out there. And we are celebrating a special event tonight. We are celebrating the Art for Elephants event here in Malibu, and if you are in Southern California and you're in the Malibu Los Angeles area, please come on down, check out this great event, we're going to be at Flower and Hughes Gallery, and that's 29575 Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, and it's the Zuma Beach Plaza so come on out and check it out, if you'd like to make a call you can give a call, and it's uh, 786-296- 5655 so come visit us, and anything that you purchase tonight in artwork will be, in part, going to the Elephant Sanctuary in Brazil. So check out those shows, like I said, on the archives at makinglikebrighter.com on the radio tab. And uh, we've been talking with our masked man, and Johnny De Bartola, is someone that's making waves on the East Coast, and he was telling us what he's found in terms of his, his search into corruption in his area. So we're going to jump right back into that. Johnny, tell us what you were saying before we went to break about how Johnstown was 200,000 people and now it's down to 20,000 people. And what, what's the breakdown there? What's happening?
2: Well, when you lose industry and you lose jobs, all you have left is government sectors. So everybody fights for these government jobs because they're the only good-paying jobs left. And of course, I'm a gay rights activist. Now we have the gay rights battle almost over. So we've been protesting our school for accountability, eight protests in the past year. A friend of mine had a person who was hired at the school who had a criminal record who was harassing his children. So we couldn't find out who worked at the school. We started protesting. And a lot of local officials just don't always care. So eventually it led us to a lawsuit and we sued to find out who works at our school. You know, the premise was, in the age of Jerry Sandusky and Catholic Church scandals, you should be able to find out who works for the government, especially when it comes to education. They, would, they, they gave us affidavit after affidavit, claiming they did not know, and they couldn't account for our budget. So we had the first court hearing in January. The judge said we had to use the right-to-know law. Those of you out there who know what it is, you file an uh, information request, you get information. We were initially denied by the school, on the grounds that we asked for all of the employees and they claimed that all was not specific enough. The state ruled that all was specific enough. And then the school responded with they didn't know. They had no records, they had nothing in print, nothing written. There was no document in case of how they were spending this $60 million. And please, if you're listening out there, you have to laugh at the absurdity of this.
1: $60 million? Is that what you said?
2: A year. The school has 3,000 students, roughly 16 million a year. And they have the teachers, the administration, they hire 41 administrators, roughly six digits apiece, and they're all pretty much family. Allegedly, I have to watch my language, I'm on radio. Why why does the state
1: allot so much money to such a small township?
2: Because the way the state of Pennsylvania works is you have bad test scores, and our school is the third worst school out of 500 in the state. They throw more money at the problem. Oh, your kids aren't educated well. Here's another $2 million. And the process for this, we have the problem of bullying. A kid killed himself last year. We had a protest over that. Another kid tried to kill himself. It was his mother who was arrested for speaking out because her kid tried to kill himself, and she was frustrated. Of course she swore at them. Her kid almost died. So that led me to file my second lawsuit, which is a freedom of speech lawsuit. That's what gave us the national recognition because there hasn't been a freedom of speech lawsuit since the famous F the draft lawsuit in 1967. And that was also at the school board. I didn't swear. I called them arrogant and I asked them how they were accounting for our tax dollars and they refused to do the Pledge of Allegiance. and I got shut down. So what did I do? I'm not asking for money. I sued them to have their policy stricken from the record and I wanted an apology in writing. Pretty simple to ask, but they're not complying. So we've got a court in March over that. In order to answer the question of who works there, I got a whole bunch of us together. We filed 200 of these rights and overquests, requests, criminal records, W-2s, service contracts, anything you could think of to ask to find out how and who works at our local school. They denied most of them. All the parents around me, we all filed appeals with the Office of Open Records. are waiting for their response. And I keep telling the school board, Winifred, we're just going to keep filing hundreds of more requests. We're going to stall them until they finally tell us how they're spending our money.
1: Why are they refusing?
2: Personally, I believe it's because of, see, our school, our town's small. And most of the school board members are all related. So, for example, Winifred, you and I are family or we're friends. And you want to hire your son to get a good job at the school. You abstain from the vote. I vote for them. You do the same for me. No one questions it. That's my allegation. I believe that nepotism is a problem. I've been fighting for a nepotism policy. They finally passed one after we protested for a year. However, board member is on the board. His wife is the assistant to the superintendent. His father allegedly worked at the school. His cousin is the president of the school board see where I'm going with all this?
1: It's kind of a family unto itself.
2: Board member, yeah, Board members are all in their 70s and 80s, except for a few of them, and all their kids and nephews and cousins and relations or spouses all work there. One of our board directors is paid through a third-party agency out of school funds, but it's not directly because it's a third party.
1: How did you find that out?
2: We write CanovaQuest it. We pulled their financial files when they filed for office.
1: Wow.
2: So that's, that's like the, the golden elephant in the room. And that led me to my county commissioners. I went in for them a couple of weeks ago. They give a $8.9 million grant pass-through through their agency to a non-profit corporation that employs mostly at the school and a couple other areas. And no one knows how they're spending it because they're a private nonprofit. They're not accountable. So our government can give money through grants. Here's, you know, it used to be ten million a year. Are they buying cars with it? Are they paying off paybacks as friends with six digit jobs? No one knows. They won't tell us. And I'm sure they have a realistic purpose and a good purpose. Show it to me. Show it to me and prove how you're spending our tax dollars and there's no issue. That's my that's my complaint.
1: Now what's what's upcoming then? Because you were just on national national news, so what what was that about, and what do you expect now in the future? Johanna
2: Baratko, who's one of the mothers I'm representing, was wrongfully arrested for violating her freedom of speech. They cuffed her. They tried to put her in jail. They made a mockery of the system to make an example out of her because we used to have dozens of people who came to these meetings. Now it's like five of us. They're all scared they're going to get arrested. She's actually working with the ACLU. There may be another lawsuit for wrongful arrest. We're waiting for the outcome of that. We're asking the school board to reform. I know they won't. I asked them to resign every month at the meetings. My lawsuit goes to court for my freedom of speech violation in March, April time. And that's for the apology and for their policy to be stricken. These hundreds of right to no requests, they're supposed to have a meeting with me on December 15th. They originally wanted me to accept it without legal protection and I don't trust them. So I involved the state. So the state's now overseeing this as an umbrella watch. I want to see if they're going to give us the information of who works there. I'm very skeptical of this meeting in two months. I think they're going to lie to me. Or they'll give me pieces of paper that are redacted out. I think it's all a game.
1: And I've and told them this
2: multiple times.
1: So is, it's just in an accordance to keep their jobs. If that's really happening, then you know they don't want to give up this, this slush fund that's going in oh, their no. pocket is what you're saying.
2: Uh, that's how I feel. And to make it even worse, our superintendent resigns and then gets reinstated 24 hours later. They Why? create positions, add the. I mean, I, I live in a welfare community. 70% roughly of my town is on food stamps. We're lucky if we make 20000 a year. We're broke. I bought my house for $13,000. This is Johnston.
1: Well, $60 so million budget for, 60, for this kind of. Um...
2: Oh, yeah. 3,000 kids getting $60 million minimum. Our school then turned around and they sued the governor of Pennsylvania, claiming we're under, underfunded because our test scores are so low. They're supposed to be getting an additional $13 that's million. Insane. Of their that's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, that's government. And they control well, all of our local representatives. The school person, the family are in all the different offices. So they control the people who would complain. So it's basically one ruling family dynasty over our entire community. And those who aren't direct relatives have to play with them because they they're called the school block and they use the votes to put in local races, so if you want to get elected and if you do run against them, I have friends who ran two years ago, they use the school solicitor to sue people off the ballot. If your name's on the ballot, you can't run, nothing changes.
1: It sounds like its own, own little um, kind of mafia, if you will. It's its own little community uh, of I guess corruption, if, if and, and, that's all happening.
2: And I'm just, waiting to be bumped off or having them find me hanging from the rafters. I'm not a suicide person, I believe in life. And this is not the way government should be. Our government should be open and transparent. I mean, I, I sometimes think the Office of Open Records getting hundreds of requests from us, constantly appealing them to the courts. Who works at my school? How are they hiring at the county? They create positions out of the thin air Money has to come from somewhere.
1: Well, you should think that all this money would be going toward the actual education itself of these children, and you should oh, have no. the highest my scores anywhere has, because there's so much attention that can be paid to every now, single child in that school. They don't have money for books,
2: Winifred. Our kids have to share books.
1: For $60 million budget? That's, I mean, oh, yeah. that's crazy.
2: They share books. They can't take books home. Our scores are so low, and they don't address the scores. Turn away. Everything is great here. We praise ourselves. Awards at every meeting. Nothing to address the educational flaws.
1: All right. We'll be right back. We have to take a quick break, but we're not done with this. This this sounds like a serious scenario, and these are serious allegations. And if this is really going on, I want to hear more about it. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Stay tuned.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the Elephant Care Center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free donate today and mention you heard it on making life brighter radio listen to the amazing series live from brazil where winifred speaks to ceo and board president of the global sanctuary for elephants to donate and for more information log on to globalelephants.org.
3: opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness
0: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred
1: Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, go check it out and like us there because most of what we're doing is on there. And you can also check out everything we've got, including all the archives of these shows, at makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab. Um, I am headed back to talk with more Olympic athletes coming up this weekend and our special year-long series about what it takes to be great inside the mind of an Olympic athlete. And this is a very, very special gift that we get to go inside and speak to the athletes all year long. So I will be speaking with people in bobsled and luge and biathlon. This is amazing, amazing. And it's a grand opportunity I'm eager to share with you so that you can jump in and support our athletes and educate yourself as to what it takes for someone like that to be great. And that can translate into our lives as well. You know, Making Life Brighter is about the people in our world that are making our lives brighter, and that includes truth. And today we have special guest Johnny Bartolo, who is talking about corruption in his town, and he's been telling us what I find to be an astounding set of allegations against the school board that just have me baffled how a city can get $60 million and the kids are rated the lowest in their educational scores and they can't buy books and so on, but people are having very large salaries. I mean, Johnny, tell us more. What what has happened here? I mean, this is beyond the beyond for me.
2: Our state auditor general came in two years ago, and you know they have to do audits for all these things. And The auditor general gave this scathing report two years ago saying that $8.7 million was missing from the school budget. The school denied it, I believe, the auditor. We're waiting for the next report, and it's been six months in the making. It usually takes about two or three weeks, so we're hoping that there's actually what we're looking for because we want reform. As I delved into this, Our district attorney's husband works at the school. Our magistrate was a former school board director. Our judges get hired, elected, and controlled by the school. It was this ridiculous web of control that sounds like I should be wearing a tinfoil hat because I almost sound like a revitalized nut someone called me once. (laughs) And I started going on TV, going in the newspaper, and sharing the story, and I found out that everyone in my community knows no one has told me I was wrong. And I keep going interview after interview after interview, demanding accountability. And no one's telling me I'm wrong. Well, you were on national news.
1: What, What was that about? What was the national news press you just got?
2: That was when the mother who swore got arrested and they violated her freedom of speech rights and mine. They've been trying to arrest me for the last year. I get letters in the mail. I've been banned from speaking. Then I get unbanned. It's a little game they play. They had the police come in, five or six at the door, staring at us, giving us a weird look. They lock the door. They unlock the door. It's all about control and intimidation. I had to file a complaint last month with one of the board directors and people, if you're listening, please laugh. The guy's like in his 70s with a cane. He suffered a stroke. Tried to hit me with with his cane. And the police (laughs) didn't do anything. I had to file a complaint against the officer.
1: Oh, my God. How do you file a complaint against the officer?
2: You go to the city hall and you file a complaint against the police and you force an investigation. You know, all oh of these, and this is God. not the first time I've had, I've had a cop come to my house. and he was going to plant drugs here. If I didn't shut up, I had to call the attorney general because nobody would take my complaint locally. The state came in and then one of the school board members, children was dealing drugs and with prostitutes and he got arrested and it was all over the news because of that investigation. Because all of this is interconnected. That's what no one understands.
1: And so you were on national TV talking about that?
2: I was on Good Morning America for the arrest of the freedom of speech issue.
1: And so the state itself has not really swooped in. What about like the, the FBI or somebody? Couldn't they come in and t- take a look at this fraud?
2: We originally were told the FBI was involved. I actually went to the school board two years ago, and I had the nerve to ask that they are being investigated by the FBI. They denied it, and we're waiting. The FBI was here in Johnstown. One of our local authorities, uh, the head got arrested for stealing money. So if they're here, I hope the FBI is listening because someone needs to come in and clean up this mess. Now, how much longer can we keep protesting without help?
1: Well, what's the next step for you?
2: I am not going to give up. I'm now working my way from the city to the school to the commissioners, tracking the money. We're going to keep going to every meeting at the school board, every meeting at the city council, every meeting at the commissioners, demanding accountability until we make enough noise that someone says, okay, we have to address this.
1: Now, this is not a gay rights issue, and this has nothing to do with what you're doing with the magazine and all that. This is strictly about the school board. Is that correct? But you have support from the gay rights community, right?
2: It started because the mother who was arrested has a gay son who tried to kill himself. and I originally started out as her activist. And as I started delving deeper into this, more and more of the corruption came out. I started seeing more of it. And as it it was exposed, we kept giving it to all the media. And I'm still left with that question. Who works at the school? Who are these third-party employees? In Johnstown. testified. I have letter after affidavit after whatever. They cannot account for that money. There are no records. They don't know. They're claiming they don't even have it written down on paper. The state cannot compel them to give a record if no record exists.
1: What's an average salary of these people?
2: I was able to get the teachers and the administrators. They're all six digits. Uh, They they, they have a glorified secretary making $137,000. The superintendent's contract is a million dollars over a five-year period with perks and benefits and all sorts of great things.
1: Wow. Wow. Wow, and, and yeah. retirement, I'm sure, right?
2: Well, you work five years and you're done. My goodness. Million dollars over five years, plus the salary in the purse. 150 thousand dollar base pay, with basically 50 days vacation. If you don't take it, you're paid plus medical plus all you know. I mean, it adds up.
1: And what's the um, what's the position of the gay rights community in lieu of what you've done and are doing?
2: They've gotten stronger. They come to the protest. A lot of the kids who are GLBT have been at the protest. We had one where, you know, we had a hundred people march on the middle school. The bullying is the big problem. Our kids keep getting bullied and the school's not addressing it. They have a bullying recommendation, not a solid policy. Kids are getting suspended. We had a kid who peripheral vision blindness from being hit in the head. The school never followed through. They were supposed to do a raffle for the kid. They decided to cancel. The kid had to go to court, got a conviction for his assailant. They don't care. They called it horseplay in the news. And these Hmm. issues continue. You know, our local newspaper is not the best at covering this. We've been very lucky the TV media is. But you see, that's another problem. People who are listening from bigger cities, our town is very small. So our media sources rely on advertising. Our school, which is struggling will spend thousands of dollars on advertising to buy huge pages to promote themselves. You can't afford books, but you're buying advertising in the newspaper. The paper depends on it. They don't want to trash the
1: school. Have you ever called like 2020 and people like that to do a show yeah. on this? Oh, yeah. And, and then, uh,
2: enough of the media has covered us, but my question is, does anybody care? Because it seems like there's so much apathy in our government and our our community. I mean, we care about Donald Trump because he's loud. I wish Donald Trump would look... I mean, Donald Trump made a statement about the voucher system. People should be able to send their kids to school to perform well. I agree with that. Maybe there'd be less corruption if the school had to perform well and the test scores had to raise and the kids actually had a quality education.
1: What did you think about the debate?
2: You know... I'm probably going to vote for Hillary, but there's that sick part of me, I enjoy Trump. (laughs) What? (laughs) I do. And I know know it's horrible to admit, people, if you're listening, I'm sure it's a guilty pleasure. There's a reason why this is one of the most watched elections ever. We love the drama. We love the circus.
1: It's interesting, because I was making a comment on Facebook the other day, and and this woman took me to task on it, and I was basically just saying that the... um, that literally our egos are a reflection through this drama play out. And my my I was doing the more Zen insight thing, saying essentially that when we correct our energy on the inside, we don't get this kind of play out on the outside. But you're right; it's the you know our own egos are drawn to this: who's right, who's wrong, which way does it go? It's polarized. It's very polarized right now, and our nation is in sort of anger, fear, anger, fear. What do you think about it? That.
2: I think the, I think America should be angry. We have a 21, almost trillion dollar debt. We have no jobs. Trump is appealing to the fear and mania we have that we're going to become a third class country. And until we actually make changes, I mean, I don't know if he's going to lose. If you look at his Facebook posts, he has the likes, the comments. Will these people vote? I'm not sure I believe the polls. You well, know. they showed a thing on and the news needs.
1: last night that if you divided it among women, if all the women were to vote, how it would shift the the outcome exactly, and if all the men were only to vote, what would happen? And it was it was pretty astounding. Uh, obviously, the women are more in, in keeping with Hillary, for the most part, according to this poll, and then the men were um, more geared toward Trump. It's a very – isn't it a very – this is interesting because with the – Whole gay rights thing and, and transgender everything. This is a very male female type of race that's being played out right now, like it or not. It's it's well, it's a polarization with
2: Hillary versus a progressive scary beginning. With I mean, Trump is is not part of, really part of the Republican Party. He really is an, almost an independent. I want to say his own party can't stand him. Yeah, and that's it because he is going to shake everything up. And he, you know, if he gets in, he's going to be a nightmare. And I think there's a part of me that almost wants to see it happen. Because then maybe our government spending will get under. I mean, we have no balanced budget amendment. Our lawmakers play games. It's all about who they know so they can get votes. That's how I view it. I, I view the, you know.
1: We are in deep, and and you know, once China comes calling, we're going to be deeper because people keep talking about China as if it's over there. Well, China's right here, and they own quite a bit of what we have. And, uh, and world- yeah, when
2: you're twenty-one trillion, soon to be twenty-five trillion, are we going to have twenty-five trillion in the next ten years? We keep give we give money to all the what three countries worldwide
1: what's that saying about our our great workforce our great educational sources our great healthcare our great everything that you know i believe in americans and i did that show that was had t- 10,000 listeners right out the door with the william h sword show can you imagine william h sword is dead wow. and gone but he bought alaska but there were people all over but you know what we have to go to break it's just There's so much we could talk about. We could talk for two hours on all of this, and I thank you. We'll be right back listening to Johnny Bartola, and we'll talk about the elephants and my trip down to Brazil when we come back. Stay tuned.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the Elephant Care Center for the massive Free Rome Sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series, Live from Brazil, where Winifred speaks to CEO and Board President of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.com. .org To help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back
0: to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with Medical Intuitive, Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. Right where
1: we belong, right where we belong cause there's light where we belong. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Oh, I loved dang, recording that song. It was it was off the cuff I say, when I did welcome it. Welcome back. I'm
2: hijacking Winifred's show. She could talk to you about. Tell us about John of God, Winifred.
1: <laughs> okay. You know, I went down there. This is what the whole elephant thing was about. When I went down there, you know, I've been a guide for John to John of God for years, and I was taking people down there and. Um, as usual, with all of my stories and shows about John of God, I've, I've had um, some extraordinary experiences, but always really amazing healing experiences. And this last trip was um, followed up with a show I did about the lady from Switzerland, and she had come with full-on lung cancer, and one whole lung was cleared and cured after a few surgeries, and it was a tough go for her. But it was a prime example of... You know, the spirit world will do its work and can be miraculous. At the same time, we have to do our work and clean up ourselves within that. So that's been something I've seen all the way along, and that's amazing, amazing. Um, I enjoyed being down there, and then, you know, I was down there in this whole big Zika scare, and there were mosquitoes everywhere, and I went before the entities, and they said, I asked for immunization to Zika, literally. And they said, okay. And that night, I got so sick. I was so sick like I had had Zika. I mean, I I couldn't hold anything in, and I thought I'd have to go to the hospital for an IV. But as soon as 24 hours passed or maybe a little longer, it all shifted. And then I went into the heart of Zika land checking out the elephants, and off I went with their blessing. I must have had bites all over me never got Zika. And everybody there that worked with the elephants had called me prior in the fall to help heal them from Zika because they were so ill. So I feel very blessed about that. And
2: you actually met John of God.
1: Oh yeah. I've met John of God several times. I did an interview with him, and that is featured as one of the top shows on Making Life Brighter. So that's in the archives, John of God Live. And you can check out that show. And we had an amazing conversation really because the recording didn't take and he said no no stay let's just sit and talk let's just sit and talk and we had this beautiful conversation that was so real and and so heartfelt and it was very um, natural it was about crystals and the crystals he gave me and he gave me this amazing set of crystals out of his private collection for protection and I think I've needed that actually I didn't know that they knew but they know and so, that was very cool. Yes, yes. He's done amazing work over the years for people. Um, there's a lot of controversy around him, of course, but I've seen it, and I've had those surgeries done firsthand, and I've seen and witnessed people healing miraculously. So, no matter what people think, it the entities of light do work through, and those saints and entities come through, and they make miracles. And they gave the blessing for me to go to the elephant sanctuary and check it out there, and, and I did, and... All those shows are on the archives, and you can hear that. And tonight, of course, we're having our special event. That was neat. Really neat. That's
2: amazing. So what do you believe is necessary as you educate people about the elephants?
1: I think people need to know how valuable they are. That it's not just about elephants and, oh, I like an elephant. They have a purpose on Earth, and they're very valuable. And this particular sanctuary is unique because it has nothing to do with poaching or not poaching. It's a rehab center for the elephants. And they get to go from being chained to a tree or chained to a post in a zoo or left over after the zoos are closing, because they're closing all over South America, to then go to a free roam place. And this land is so amazing. I mean, imagine walking through sort of jungle land where... All these creatures come out. They have tapers and they have jaguars and they have, they have beautiful streams and there's no one as far as you can go. This, it was like three and a half hours to get to this place in the middle of nowhere on roads that are washed out and we lost the muffler on the way back. But there's crystals, blue crystals, green crystals, gold crystals, all over as part of the dirt. And they're walking on these beautiful magnifying crystals which are healing and soothing and they're transmitters of energy on the planet. It's amazing, just amazing. And so these elephants get to go to this place. And if this whole program can continue to run, it's a very good idea. It's a wonderful idea for elephants to then commune together again.
2: So is there more that can be done?
1: Absolutely, well, people can donate directly, and I think that's the the one of the best things tonight is a special event culminating all this together for artwork and it's not the only thing that's going on for this organization. there have other things that are going on, and um, I think I was told they're making a video for it too, and you know the guy that is doing this down there he's he's really an elephant guy, his wife she's a little dark, but she's part of the program, and I say dark in so far as she's not. A cheery bright soul she's she's kind of got her own issues whatever they are and the people that run the top of this were kind of spelling that out for me when i was there because she wasn't very um well receiving of this whole situation when it was happening and i I don't know if maybe she was just burned out of being down there or would this work it's it's a big endeavor and so your contribution to helping them put this together is a big deal for the sake of the elephants. And it's a four, four or five-step process, and these people need some support down there. So I think that going to the website directly, globalelephants.org, and donating will help. And they have video showing that the elephants are being moved, and they're, they're now coming along. And soon you'll be able to see them on video cam straight from there because it's private. It's not going to be open to the public. It's for the elephants and it's it's a tremendous endeavor. So basically your support in any way goes to the sustainability of this project and this program over time. And I believe that Scott can pull this off. I believe that they can do it as long as they keep clear on their mission and, you know, it's not too difficult. Because they really are in the middle of nowhere. That's a tough deal. It's a tough deal.
2: So do we need more laws to protect the sanctuary? Do we need more compassion for the elephants? What can we do... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's kind of like what you were saying in Johnstown, but good luck with that because Monsanto owns quite a bit of the surrounding land of all the farmers, you know, miles away. And they have a hand in those farmlands there. And Brazil is known to be one of the most corrupt countries in the world. And yet the people of Brazil are not. They're simple, yet they're not simple. They carry their own traditions. They're heartfelt. They're Jolly, there's things about the Brazilian people that are wonderful, and the land of Brazil is just so pristine. It's such a heaven on earth. So just this particular sanctuary has a golden nugget to it, where it's positioned, the land it's on, all of it. There's something special there, and I encourage people to reach out to support that if they feel the need to do so and research it for themselves. Go to globalelephants.org and check it out. So, wow, tonight we're going to have our special event. Come on down, 29575 Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. Thank you, Johnny. What makes your life brighter?
2: My life is brighter by all the people who smile every day. I love to see happy people. For those of you out there, if you thought my story was entertaining, and you should, my last name is D-Bartola, D-E-B-A-R-T-O-L-A, Google me. You could email me at Keystone Alliance, Gay Life Newsletter at Hotmail.com. Find me on Facebook, and please research this story. Ask yourself if my, if my town is the exception or the example for our government.
1: Interesting. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. This was amazing, and we'll be back next week. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and check us out tonight at Flower and Hughes Gallery in Malibu, California. Go jolly, everybody.
0: for listening to making life brighter on the health and wellness channel be sure to join us every thursday at 10 a.m for information inspiration and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness for more information and a complete show schedule please visit us at making making life brighter successfully helping you feel better from the inside out go jolly